PoePolitikin.com. All right, welcome back to PoePolitikin. I'm now politicking with Shorty. What's good, bro? What's happening, baby? Chill, man. So, I was reading about your background. I know you're from Uptown, New Orleans. So, let me know how you got into music. I was reading you, you was in band and everything. So, how did you fall in love with music? Yeah, man, just uh, if anybody knew me, if they're from the city, uh, basically I got into music through my parents and just coming up as a youngster from church. Um, uh, my dad is a pastor, my mom is a singer, my brother was a drummer. So music just uh, basically was all around me. And me coming up as a youngin', I was always fascinated with music and different sounds and melodies and stuff. I never, you know, never knew what it was back then until I was older. You know, I had music classes and stuff, so... Uh, just basically coming up in the church, coming up under my parents and my relatives. I actually got into playing keys at first. You know, anything with keys I can play. Keyboard, organ, piano, whatever. And that's how I basically got my start before I picked up the mic. All right. And um, who would you say the top five rappers from New Orleans are? You know, we got a lot of lot of MCs from that region. So who would you say the top five of all time from New Orleans are? All time, you know, you, you got to go with the big ones first. You got to go with the... You know, the juveniles, the Lil Wayne, the masterpiece, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the BG, you know, folk like that right now. I mean, you got to go with the big ones, you know, uh, C-Murder, Fiend, you know, folk like that, Young Turk, you know, et cetera. Got to go with the heavy hitters. They got a lot of folk out right now, but, you know, those folk kind of paid the way uh, for New Orleans artists. Yeah, I said I forgot to tell you we also had currency on the show, man. So I gotta get a shout out to Spitter, man. I like Spitter too. Oh yeah, Spitter, my homie. All right. Cool. And um, far as your style, you know, tell us about your style, and then tell tell us what separates you from everybody else, and why everybody should you know fuck with you, vice everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to start any beef like that, man. My style is just uh, my style is my style, man. I bring something different to the table. I'm, I'm creative. And I'm innovative, man. I have my own lane. I don't sound like anybody. I'm not trying to sound like anybody. And it's just, it's just a fresh, new sound. And, and I have the ability, you know, to make big records. You know, so, I mean, my style is just, it's just a fresh, new sound. And it's what the game been missing. I mean, yeah. All right. And uh, what what kind of, what are you listening to right now, your um, music player? In my music player, uh... Man, right now, I just had a big concert maybe four or five days ago, so I was just riding around listening to my show mix. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my show mix and my uh, and my music player right now, so I mean, I'm really not listening to no one right now. Not at this moment, but like I said, a concert was in, uh, three or four years ago, so I was trying to zone out and focus on that. So, I mean, other than that, I'm not still listening to folk. I listen to the I Am Human. I'm a human being, you know, part two from Wayne, you know, like 2 Chainz. Uh, you know, uh, Kurt Cobain, Stash Out, Young Jesus, of course. You know, I listen to everybody, man. You know, I don't do too much because I found out if you study an artist too much and if you listen to an artist too much, in a sense, and you try to be an artist, you know, in a sense, you know, maybe back in 06, 07, I was finding myself trying to sound like these guys. So right now, man, I just, you know, I like to zone out and focus and listen to myself. All right. You know, to think of different innovative ways to create myself. Fresh, yeah, and I've been watching that. Uh, I don't know if you watch this, but I've been watching that uh, Candy Music Factory, okay. Uh, with uh, Candy, yeah, yeah. But I noticed how, like, how you was talking about you had a concert. I noticed how, like, you know, a lot of people they might be real good in the studio putting it down, but the concert that's like a whole nother element of the game. So, how do you actually work on getting better as far as your stage performance and everything? Experience and to me, anything experience is doing it over and over. 
competition, you will get better at it. You know, if not, you just don't have the gift. And you can ask anyone in New Orleans, man, April 23rd at my, my first sellout show, I cut up. And if you're from New Orleans, it's one thing we know how to do. We can act stupid and foolish and entertain. So, man, my stage presence is crazy. Not, you know, not only my, you know, my studio game is crazy, but my stage presence, I really love it. Performing better than recording. I'm like, I can't lie. And then what's your, uh, what current projects are you working on right now? I'm working on my album, man. Uh, it's called Short World. Actually, it's done. I'm ready to put it out. Now that I had the television um, production crew to come out and film my entire first sold-out show, I can probably now package it up, you know, the DVD with the album. So, I mean, it's ready. It's ready. It's hot. Off the press. you got to get that when it come out. Sick. And where can people, like, go check out all your music and stuff? Man, right now, well, I have some stuff out on, online. Uh, they can go to my website, www.shawdyworld.com, and, you know, they can check out more videos and more music. You know, my biography, you know, it's basically the outlet to get to know me. Okay. And what if, you know, speaking of get to know you, what are five things you can't live without? The five things I can't live without? Music, food, my family. Um, let me see. Right now, I'm doing a lot of ripping and running. You know, right now, uh, right now, my vehicle right now. And uh, my, you know, my religion, basically, you know, you know, who I uh, give thanks to every day when I get up. Uh, just right now, off the top of the head, you know, I'm sure if I sit down and really jot it down, I come up with some more stuff. But that's just was from the heart and keeping it real. Man. My family, food, my music, my vehicle right now, and a man above can't live without him. All right, and um, what are your interests and hobbies outside of making music? My um, sports. You know, it's playoff right now. Basketball, I love basketball, I love football. Um, um, I like to eat. That's probably a hobby. <laughs> I, I like, I like to. You know, it's New Orleans. The food is crazy, and I like to look fresh, man. So I like to look over my stylist every now and then and just go and get fresh. All right, then let me know if I wanted to get fresh like you. How can I get fresh like you? Let me know. You can get fresh like me. Like I say, sometimes I bring in the stylist for my big stuff. But other than that, man, I'm laid back. You, you know, you might catch me with some. Uh, some Levi's on with a screen t-shirt, man, with, you know, uh, with a pair of Jordans or something. So, you know, forget what they talk about and being in that spotlight and seeing everybody on the red carpet all the time. It's not like that every day, man. I can promise you that. You know, but we still humans at the end of the day. Levi's, screen t-shirt, nice pair of jeans, maybe a snapback. That's it. Okay. Just like me. It is. All right, what's up? And what are your top three goals for your music career this year? Trying to get, get you working on. Yeah, this, this year is moving fast. Like I said, one of my goals right now is to put this project out and do numbers on it, the Shorty World album. Um, that's one. Uh, my next goal is uh, hopefully getting some uh, endorsements. I need to get a distribution deal right now because, like I said, I have what they're looking for. That's two. And with that distribution deal, my third, my biggest one of them all right now is, you know, just to basically spray my brand to the mass, you know, letting the world internationally nationally know who I am because I'm one of those longevity artists. I'm not going to be here for a year. I'm not going to give you one hit record and disappear off the end of the map. I can name so many of those guys, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into it, but it's so many of them that came and left. Well, even when I drop, they, can, they, they follow up. It's just not what it is. Like I said, I have an album full of them, full of singles, full of timeless records. I'm ready. That's what's up. And then, um, Let's say somebody came up to you and they was like, "How do I come? How do I become successful?" What would you tell them? 
Man, that's, that's, a, that's a big question, man, because life, you know, living, even though I'm still young, but I'm not that young anymore. Um, I mean, I get what, successful in general or successful in music? Mm, let's do music. Successful in music, man, you, you, first of all, you have to get yourself a good team. Surround yourself with some good people who mean you well and who wanna be, who's going to rally behind you and share the same vision and goal as you do because if y'all not on the same page, you guys are going to keep clashing and bumping and colliding with each other. So that's going to create friction and uh, eventually, you know, some delays in your career. So definitely get you a good team. You know, try to find an investor because you're going to need a budget. If you don't have a budget, man. It's kind of crazy out here right now because the labels are doing something different. So get you a good team, you know, get you a good budget and, and hit that studio. Get you a good engineer trying to make the best record you can make. And you can't lose with it. <laughs> you got a good team, a good budget, and hit records. You Jay-Z. All right, and let's go now. Let's do it in general, how somebody comes successful. In general, man, you just got to work hard. You got to work hard. You got to bust your butt. And just, you know, you got to put countless hours in, you know, in, in a sense. You have to work hard. Like, besides music, you know, last year I graduated from college. You know, folks don't know that. Uh, business administration with a minor management. And not from just no any school. You see what I'm saying? From, a, you know, prestigious school. So, you know, before, I mean, I did the music, but I always had a contingent plan. You have to have a backup tool also. So just in case if this don't work over here, you can fall back on this. So I have a lot of fallbacks, man. You know, I got licenses. I'm licensed to do all type of stuff just in case. You know, not to say that the music career not going to pop off, but you just got to work hard and, and create options for yourself. And once you create options for yourself, you cannot lose. And you know, I would say you was talking about your degree. I would say what would you say the importance of having a degree is? Man, my degree is definitely important because, you know, those things that I learned, uh, you know, how to uh, strategize, you know, and different, you know, logistics, you know, the, the different classes I had, like marketing, the scheming, you know, how to dominate the competition, that stuff really helped me out. And that's how I was able to have the number one record in my city. And it just created an illusion, you know, you, you learn all types of things because I was hot, but I wasn't that hot. What I did was I used those skills that those professors taught me and I applied that to the music world, and it worked. And before you know it, number one record in New Orleans right now, Shorty Tipsy. I'm like, damn, you know. And it, you know, it really works. So, education is very important. You know, a lot of times you're not going to get fooled on a lot of things because you, if you ignorant, you know, which is the, the meaning of uh, not knowing. If you don't know different things, you see what I'm saying? You, you beat a person can tell you anything if you don't know what it is. So, you have to know something about something. What they say, they say, uh, either they don't know, it don't show, or it won't know about the boys in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. I was in LA. All right, so far as the politics, is anything in, in the, I guess, the hip-hop industry, music industry, that really bothers you as far as hip-hop politics, music politics? Hip-hop politics, man, it's, uh, it's one thing that, that bothers me. And in a sense, I don't know if that's me being selfish because it's, you know, we, we can stay on this subject for a minute, but I'm, I'm going to sum it up real quick. Back in the days, there was a lot of artists getting signed um, straight from their vehicles, you know, packaging up albums, going on the road, selling CDs out their trunk, with no source of internet. Mm -hmm. There was no Facebook. It was, there was no uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that. Right now, you can live in Cleveland, Ohio, and have a fan base in uh, Canada, and never been in Canada because of the internet. So my thing is, it has to be an easier way to find these artists that's really 
work and really making noise that's really successful. And it's, it, you know, and it's kind of hard for the labels because there's so much. Everybody's singing, everybody dancing, everybody rapping nowadays. And the internet, you know, it's like it's oversaturated. So what they try to do is the reason why folk are not really getting signed as much and getting these big deals like they used to, because like I said, it's oversaturated, and they have to weed out. They have to find the real talent from the fake talent. But like I see, man, I'm down here, man, I'm working hard. You know, and for no one to see me, even I'm starting to get that recognition that I deserve. You know, it has to be an easy way to find those people, man. Because, like I said, back in those days, you know, it wasn't no internet. And it was getting signed, you know, straight from off the road, off, you know, selling records, $5 a disc, how they call. And now the market is better because you have internet. And it's hard to get signed now. Yeah, I was going to say, but how, how important is really getting signed? Because, I mean, like, why not just now, do it all on your own and just, you Now, if, if you have that investment. Oh, okay. So you still need the money behind it. Oh man, you have an investor. You have a, a good budget. There's no way I would I would be looking for no type of deal. You see what I'm saying? Because you, you know, if, if let's just say if I had two, three hundred k on my own, and with the knowledge that I know now, with the team I know now, I wouldn't I wouldn't look for a deal at all because I'll be making one hundred percent of my earnings back. You know, minus your expenses, but you know you're not giving a label fifty percent or sixty percent or whatever that, you know your earnings are. So you know if, if you have the talent and you just don't have that budget and, and those outlets, you know, those those networking buddies to get to that next level. You know, you're almost like you, you need that distribution deal to really spread your brand. But if you have those connections, because sometimes right now it's all about who you know. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if you know right now, if you're the, the president of Def Jam and you heard my records, I mean, you have a great relationship, there's no way I'll be on the phone talking to you about looking for a home, you know, uh, Atlantic Records. Nah, man, I mean, you're real cool. You know, you 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 married to my sister, and you know you know me personally, and you see my work ethic, and you know how my album sounds. I'm sure we'll be doing business, but it's all about who you know, man, right now. And then what would you like to tell your supporters, your fans, everybody that's been rocking with you so far? Man, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for believing in me, because I, I used a different pattern. When I dropped, when I came out, I had no mixtape out. Nobody knew nothing about me. And that was something I learned from school. I used a differentiation pattern, which meaning I just came and I used, you know, whatever I had in my arsenal, you know, to get me there, as opposed to going about it, you know, a different way, dropping 40 mixtapes and hoping I get on in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And use that pattern. I said, that's not going to be my route. So, you know, I did what I did. Like I said, I strategized, and uh, it happened for me. So I want to tell them, folk, you know, the folk that out there who's rocking with me, keep rocking with me because it's going to get better. And thank y'all for the support and keep supporting me because we going to the end with this one. And I'm not going to let y'all down because I have a story to tell. I'm not going to be one of these guys that's going to get on and just going to disappear. I'm going to look out for folk and uplift them. That's what's up, man. Uh, thank you for coming through politics with me. Definitely, man. Look, at uh, if y'all out there, y'all listening, definitely follow me on my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, Twitter is shorty underscore world for Twitter. Shorty, S-H-O-R-T-Y underscore W-O-R-L-D. That's for Twitter. Instagram is shorty world one. Shorty world one for Instagram. And Facebook, you know, for the Facebook, the Facebookers that's still out there, young shorty. So that's young shorty for Facebook, shorty world one for Instagram, shorty underscore world for Twitter. And you got confused with all that crazy stuff? Get my website up www.shortyworld.com Alright man, so we about to go into that tipsy right now Featuring T3 Yeah man, let's get it man Alright, you want to lead us into it? Oh yeah, I'm about, I'm about to pitch it out there right now It's good out there, world It's your boy Young Shorty And right now we're about to get tipsy